What's going on, everybody? Welcome in to the Wrestling Freaks Podcast. How is everybody doing today? Happy Sunday. What is going on? Um, Let's see. Oh. Special surprise. Where did he go? JMO, can you hear me? There we go. Yeah. There he is. Holy shit, Chad, he's here. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where else am I going to be? Uh, well, how are you feeling today, though, man? I'm feeling good, man. That's good, that's good. Boy, oh boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. In fact, I don't even know where the hell we want to start. That is entirely up to you, honestly. Well, why is it always got to be up to me? And I know it's my, and I know it's my channel, but it's our show, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh... There's been so much going on, I wouldn't even know where to start. That's true. That's a very good point. Um, well, let me let me start you uh, start you off with this. What promotion do you want to start with? Well, I mean WWE. That's where you know the majority of the news is. True true so I suppose we'll just get the elephant out of the room no pun intended um despite what our viewers think because apparently she's my favoriteest wrestler in the world, everybody. Well, it took you long enough to admit it. Yeah, yeah. But Nia Jax is back in WWE. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where to begin with this. What? Okay, I'm I'm just gonna throw this out there, and I'm gonna say it, and you know, people can agree, people cannot, you know, whatever. All right. Y'all got to give her time. Seriously. I mean, you're right. Yeah, we do. I mean, cause. From what I understand, she has been doing a lot of training over the past couple of months with Tyson Kidd at the Performance Center. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. And, dude, he has helped so many people. 
Yeah, he has. Yeah, he has. And he, like, he, I think he's, like, primarily, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's primarily, like, the one that the females go to. I think a he's, lot of times. I think yeah. he's even, like, in charge of majority of the women's segments. Uh, a lot of times he is. So, yeah, just, she's been doing a lot of training. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and from the last, I don't even remember how long it's been since she's been gone. But she has been working on herself personally. Yeah. I'm uh, okay. I just want to get this out there too. I mean, I'm hearing you. I am. And I'm always the person that, especially when it comes to wrestling, that I want to give and I want to give them a chance, right? But. And I, I, I hear you and I believe and like I I believe you, but it's just it's almost like muscle memory of of her track record. You just immediately go to well, there goes the women's division. So I wanna give her a chance. I do. But aside and even aside from her, I guess, track record, if you will, and aside from that, she was, when her last run, I believe she was probably one of, if not the most hated person in the locker, in the women's locker room. I could be wrong, but... No, I can't really say that she was hated in the locker room. She was definitely hated by the fans. Now, the fans, yeah. The whole locker room, that's a stretch. I mean, as a person... Again, I'm not knocking her as a person at all. As a person, she's probably one of the uh, she's probably one of the coolest women out there. I don't know. Yeah. It's just her track record doesn't really help her much. Whether yeah, she's doing the train, uh, whether she's getting the training or not, I mean, time will tell. And I want I want to give her the benefit of the doubt, but like it's you know it's like I said, it's just that like. It's kind of that muscle memory of, like, of, you know. I don't know. It's fun, and it's it's weird. It's it's kind of hilarious to think about because... So, Naya came back on Monday, right? Obviously helped... Well, I don't want to say obviously because some people may or may not have watched Monday Night Raw. I don't know. But she if helped... By, if they haven't watched it by now, then... Pretty much too bad, because spoiler alert. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, so I the mean, main event... Today is Sunday, so, I mean, they ain't watched it by now, they're just not going through. Right. 
Um, so the main event of Monday Night Raw last n- or last night last week was the women's world title match between Rhea Ripley and Raquel Rodriguez, and the last oh my god five minutes of the show I think. Out of nowhere, uh, Nia Jax comes into frame, attacks Raquel, which is kind of weird. I want to and I want to get into this a little bit. She attacks Raquel. I don't remember what exactly. She, I think she just kind of like bull rushed her or something. But yet Raquel no, still got Raquel in the ring. Raquel was trying to get Raquel, Raquel was trying to get back in the ring. Nia pulled her down a little bit, grabbed her, and then hit her with a Samoa drop on the outside. But yet she still got back up in the ring. No. She yeah, barely be, uh, she got back up into the ring only to get the riptide for Rhea to retain. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you. Okay, so if Raquel got the Samoan drop on the outside, right? Isn't that move supposed to be? I, I get it. Raquel is strong, and she, you know, she can take damage and stuff like that. But wouldn't it make a little bit more sense, possibly? That Raquel retains maybe by or Rhea retains possibly by like countout or something. If if Nia Jax returns, hits uh, hits Raquel with the Samoan drop, wouldn't it make a little bit more sense if Raquel just kind of laid there instead of essentially sort of no selling it? But the- but did did Nia throw her back in? No, she climbed back in herself. Okay. Because she hit her with the Samoan drop, and then she went out. Uh, she went out to the barricade, and basically kind of leaving Raquel. And Raquel. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, I don't know. I just. And, but, and, and, is, but is the Samoan drop? her quote-unquote finishing move? I think so. Or does so. she have something different? I think so. I want to say it is, but I don't know. I mean, I know it used to be her last run. But she, let, let's say she's had, okay, so, so if that's the case, she's had the Samoan drop as a finishing move. She's had. She's now got the bun a leg drop. Her. Yep. Huh? Yep. The leg drop. She's had a leg drop as a finishing move. She's had a power bomb as a finishing move. She had that a little bit in NXT. Oh, I was gonna um, say I don't remember the. Uh, I don't recall the power bomb, but yeah. Yeah, she had a power bomb for just a little bit in NXT. And now, um, and now she's got the bonsai drop. I don't now see that's what I was asking. Is the Samoa drop 
her finishing move, or are they going to give her a bonsai drop as a finishing move? I think uh, I would not be surprised. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know, but I don't know. I just I I, I slightly think whether it's a finishing move or not. I think the hell literally like it was a great match between Raquel and, and Rhea and the two women beat the shit out of each other so that's why you know I think that's why Raquel was like barely able to make it back in the ring or whatever but I don't know maybe maybe I'm not saying it is, and I'm not saying it w and it is uh, it isn't. But maybe it would have made a little bit more sense to have Raquel retain or Rhea retain via countout, and then and then Nia Jax gets in the ring and did what she did to Rhea. May maybe. I don't know, and, and I'm, I'm I'm only speculating, I guess. Yeah, maybe. But I, I don't, I don't know. I think it was I think it was done right. I do. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I really do. So, you know, we'll just have to. We'll have to see what tomorrow we'll brings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. The other thing I was gonna get to is I find it funny that I don't remember who it was, but there was another there was another streamer or content creator that was reacting to the return of Naya. And again, I wish I could I wish I could remember who it is to give them their proper dues or whatever, but. When Naya hit the headbutt to Rhea, as soon as she hit the headbutt, immediately this reactor was like, well, Rhea Ripley concussion confirmed. And see, that's another one of those, you know, give her time. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering... The other thing I'm uh, the other thing I'm wondering about Naya is again over time, like is this going to be a new character of Naya, a new variation of Naya? If she's getting the training, like you had said, you know what I mean. Is this going to be obviously is it? Uh, it's going to be Nia Jax or whatever. But like, is this going to be? You know, first she was like the irresistible force or whatever. Then she was essentially like a bully. Well, I mean, she's been a bully either way. But you know, she was kind of the bully when when she was champion tag champions with Shayna. I don't know, so I'm, I'm, I guess, I guess an open-ended question, but is I will, this? I will say this: they need to keep her as far away as possible from those women's tag team titles. 
Yes. Yes, they do. They need to just get rid of them anyway, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, now, I would say... Yeah, I would say I would be okay if they... If they did make a different character mm-hmm. with her, I would be okay with that. I'd be curious to see what that would even entail, too. But I mean, but the thing about it is, she, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, just the way it is, it's just facts. She's bigger than the other women. She, I mean, she's just, I mean, she's a, she's definitely a lot taller than the rest of them. That too. Yeah, but, I don't even know how I mean, tall she, she is, honestly. I think she's like six, one or six two. Yeah, she's, she's tall. She's big. Um, but she's a lot bigger than the others. So, if they don't do... She's six I mean, foot even. Huh? She is six foot even. Okay. I just looked it up. Okay. But if... If they don't capitalize on her size, it wouldn't make any sense. What do you mean by that? Again, she's bigger than the rest of them. They need to use that to her advantage. And just are you saying like Booker as like a monster type of Pretty pretty much. Okay. Okay. Now not not a bully and not, you know, somebody that's that's just gonna how can how can I say this? They Remember how Brock come in and just pretty much just come in and just dominated everybody? Yep. yep. That's what they need to do with Nia. But, but, it, when they do that, they do not need to give her the title right off. Nope. No, I agree. I agree, and the the women's division what, as a whole is hurting anyway. But what they need to do is, you know, like I said, okay, they don't need to give her the title right off. Yep. But that doesn't mean that she doesn't need to be champion. Okay. Okay. Give her give her a couple of months. Yep. Let's see how she does. In the ring, out of the ring, you know, with the other women. Yep. And possibly by, let's say, let's just say the Rumble. Okay. Okay, because that'll give, that'll give four months. Okay. To see how she does. You know, in matches with everybody, and by the 
if she's doing okay, if she's just pretty much dominating like she should, I would say take the title off of Rhea at the Rumble. See how well Nia Jax does with it. And that will set up a possible another match. And it it wouldn't surprise me if it was a triple threat match. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they're gonna do. I don't and I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they're gonna do right off the bat. Yeah, but what I'm saying is have Nia beat Rhea for it. Rhea doesn't use her rematch clause until Mania, which will be, and, you know, depending on the winner of the Rumble, then there's a triple threat match at Mania. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Dave? What up, Dave? So, but... Again, that's all going to depend on how she how she handles herself between now and the rumble. Yep. Yep. And so you say uh, you say uh, they need to book her uh, as kind of like that monster ish. Again, there's a proper way to do it. Yes. And I'm 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 worried that they won't. I don't know. I mean, there's a, obviously there's a reason. There's a reason for everything, right? So you had said, and I and and I completely forgot about it literally until that, uh, last Monday or whatever. But you had said she has been signed for about six months. Uh, she ain't been signed for that long. Okay, well, she's been signed for a couple months, and they just did. Uh, yeah, she's couldn't... been signed for a couple months. Yeah. And, um. So, there's a reason. There's a reason why they wanted to bring her back. So. I mean that uh, again. That's where I wanted to do. Want to give her and uh, give her some time. smells your jam oil. Kobu smells your jam oil. Yeah, I, I see that. But how you doing, Kobu? Welcome in. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, there's, uh, it's like I said, there's a reason why they, they signed her. So, I mean, I, I totally understand what you mean by, you know, give her some time. Um, mm-hmm. Again, time will only tell. But at the same time as well, hopefully, hopefully they didn't sign her. Hopefully they uh, they didn't bring her back because, uh, strictly because the women's division is hurting. I mean, it is. You got Alexa out being pregnant. You got Carmella out being pregnant. You got 
Sonya injured. You got Dakota injured. Um, Charlotte, nobody. Uh, well, I mean, Charlotte's back, but nobody, uh, nobody really cares. Where you know what I mean? So like the the top name stars are out right now. I mean, I wouldn't and necessarily. I'm just, I'm just gonna throw this out there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm probably gonna get a lot of slack from for saying this, but whatever. Charlotte does not need the title again. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. I'm glad you brought her up. Actually, well, I guess technically I brought her up, but. I'm glad you brought that up because if you noticed, I don't know if anybody else picked up on this, but the was it this past week or a week be, a week ago? No, it was a week ago. There was a women's tag match of Charlotte and Shotzi versus Damage Control. Yes. Right. There was a clear indicator in the... I mean, granted, it's a women's tag team match. But there was a clear indicator in that match that Charlotte purposely gave Shotzi the win. Like, she wasn't... It... it I, again, I don't know if anybody like picked up on it, but it was almost like a. It was very. I guess it was almost subtle because I don't know how many and how many people did pick up on it, but it was almost like a. In a way, it was almost like an out of character. You know, and in a way, for Charlotte Flair. Like she tagged in Shotzi. And literally handed the win to her. Like Charlotte, uh, like Charlotte, the character could have easily dominated that match, but she tags in Shotzi, kicks, um, I believe, like Bailey off the apron, but and literally just let Shotzi hit her finish. But that also helps in this storyline with Shotzi and damage control. It does. It does. But I, uh, what I'm saying is, like, normal uh, normal Charlotte Flair could have gotten the win. Like, Charlotte basically had the match won. Yep. You know what I mean? But she handed it over to Shotzi and literally, like... You know, even if they want, even if Shotzi would have got the win regardless, you know, Charlotte could have been like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, they both raised their hand, the ref uh, raises both of their hand or whatever, and she kind of does the smirk. But no, Charlotte, I think Charlotte, if I remember correctly, almost. Like, the ref handed, uh, like, raised both their hands, but, like, she pointed to Shotzi. So, I don't know. Again, just a little, it's a little, not necessarily nitpick, but just those subtle things that I don't know if everybody picks up. Um, 
Just a side note, really quick, only because we haven't had the chance. Kobu or Dave, anybody in chat, can you hear? Can you hear JMO? Okay, is there any type of like echo or anything? Is there any sound? Um, sound issues, or does it sound muffled or anything? Trying a little something new to head this afternoon, so. Um, what the hell? I don't know, Jamo, can you say that? It ain't happening. Um, so then, funny thing is, is there any, I don't, I, I can't remember if there's anything other in a eventful on Raw last week, other than the Naya return. Kobe said he can hear me. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. Can you think of anything that uh, else happened on Monday Night Raw last week that we uh, that we should touch on? I feel like if there is something to touch on, I feel like Nia just literally overshadows it. Um, I can't really. Honestly, I can't really think of anything. Yeah, I can't. I can't really either. Um. And then, all right, so in, I guess, in other WWE news, and we'll get to SmackDown in a second, but was it last, I think it was last week, um, on NXT? What? Was that last week, or is that two weeks ago already? It was this, it was this past Tuesday. That's but what I thought. Before, but before we do that, mm -hmm. um, remember... This past week, um, was, uh, Guthers. Good point, record yes. Record-breaking record week. Yes, it was. Um, yes. Yeah. I, I, yeah, we need to talk about this. I think so. Um, so, yeah, Gunther is now officially the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion in history. Um, I mean, I think as of even today, as of this stream, I think he's on like five... I want to say like 550 days or something like that. I don't remember what he was. I, I don't remember what the record is. It's, yeah, it's, it, 
It's something like that. I think, and I want to say, like, last Monday, it was, like, 543 or something like that. I don't remember. Give me just a second. I'll look that up, too. Yeah. So, I think as of the uh, the time of this episode, he's he's probably at about 550 right now. Um... Uh, 455. Four, uh, why did I think 500? Whatever. 455 as of today or last week? Probably last week. Uh, let's see. Okay, hang on. Oh, let's see. I bet it was. La I bet the four fifty five was last week. Well, I mean, go ahead. I'm, I'm still looking. No, it's fine. Um, so I okay. So being that he is now the longest reigning champion. I feel like at the next, uh, like the next time he defends it, whoever it is, I feel like because he broke the record, I feel like they almost have to take the title off of him now. As long as the opponent, I guess, is worthy, which I don't know. I, it's looking like his next opponent is possibly Champa. Maso Champa, um, because last Monday night on Raw, um, Gunther or Imperium came out for the celebration. Chad interrupt, uh, Chad Gable and Alpha Academy interrupted, and then Imperium kind of beat down Chad, and Champa came in for the save, and that turned into a six-man tag. Yes. Um, so it looks like, off of that match alone, it looks like they're trying to set up, because Chad wants another shot, but he knows he's gonna have to, like, work at it, and Gunther's just like, hey, you move back to the line, blah, blah, blah. So, it's looking like is gonna be the next challenger for Gunther, whether that's at Fastlane, or... Crown Jewel. Probably and you know, not Crown Jewel, though. And you know, as far as I'm concerned, as hard as they pushed Chad Gable to go after that title, he needs to be the one to... He needs to have one more shot. Yep. And... He needs to be the one to beat Gunther for it. Yes, I I wholeheartedly agree, especially and at the that, one. And that match needs to happen at Fastlane. Yes. Yes, not Crown Jewel. Yeah. Now, if if uh, Gable is able to get that title match again. 
beat Gunther for it, then have Champa challenge Gable for it, I'm all for that. Let's make that happen. Yes. Yes. But Gable needs to be the one to beat Gunther for the title, and it Ab needs to happen Absolutely. at Fastlane. Absolutely. And, and no, I agree with that because Gable is the one to end Gunther's streak. Yeah, he ended it via countout, but he ended it. And I'm saying this as a fan. Yep, me not too. As, not as quote-unquote <laughs> secret agent. Yeah. No, I, I, I am mean, too. I've, I've I mean, been I'm behind being, Gable. I mean, I'm being 100% genuine with that this needs to happen. Yes, I no, and I agree. I agree, but I don't know with Fastlane being I think we got th two weeks. I believe no. Twenty I think Fastlane is the first Saturday in October. I think it's like October fourth or something like that or second or something. I don't remember what the hell it is, but I think it's the first Saturday in October. Um, actually, hold on. Give me one I'm looking it up. Go ahead. Um, so yeah, I think they do. I, I completely agree. And, but. The seventh. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. Huh. Well, our, uh, our pay-per-view is the next night. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Which means I'll probably be going live twice that day. On the 7th. Anyway. um, No, I, I, I agree. And if... The, th the other thing is, too, if not Gable, right now... I don't know who else would. I don't know who else, like, is even credible to do it. Yeah. So, I don't know. And I'm, I'm still here. I just... No, that's fine. I just had to get something. Oh, you're good. Oh, I didn't even know. I wasn't even really looking. My bad. Yeah, um, I'm still here. So... Um, alright, so then uh, we move on to NXT, I guess? Yeah, that's fine. So, last week on NXT, we have Grand Slam Beck. Becky Lynch is your new... NXT Women's Champion. She beat Tiffany Stratton um, on a what I th for some reason I don't know why, but I thought it was NXT No Mercy for some uh, for whatever reason. But it was a regular regular episode of NXT. Yeah. Um, I personally haven't seen the match. I have saw highlights of it. Um, from what I understand, it was, like, a 
major back and forth match. So I mean it was a good match. I've, oh yeah. I've seen I've seen highlights. I need to go back and watch the match itself. Yeah, I might I not because I'm gonna just kinda sort of hint at it right now. Um not because Becky won, but I might possibly start watching NXT again. Um, I keep being told by numerous community members that it is definitely worth the watch. Um, I've been told... It's by a most... lot better than it has been the last six months. That's what I've heard, too. And, and I've heard that um, they're trying to get, if not they're already there, um... They're trying to get, like, uh, like as fans, I'm told by other people in the community that NXT, out of all three brands of WWE, NXT, once again, is the show to watch between the three. Because of the match qualities, and I guess because of the storylines and stuff like that, so... Oh, there it is definitely great storylines. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know when, but I think I'm gonna start. I I might start watching NXT again. I don't know if I'll do well. Again, I'll talk about that on the personal channel. Well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, kind of hinting here at the Wrestling Freaks podcast. Um. Let's see. There's other things that happen in NXT. Becky is Grand Slam. Um, apparently, Wesley, after I guess after his match or something last week, he literally just packed up his locker and walked out. So we don't know if Wesley is literally out of NXT or if he's being called up or if he's like out of WWE that's what I was uh, that's what I was told as well um so that's interesting yeah I'm, gonna, I'm definitely gonna have to do research on that one so uh, yeah and I know somebody had told me recently that um Wesley's former tag partner when they were MSK is I think in Impact I think from what I understand I think so I'm not really sure what else he goes by but or what the name goes by but I like dude I loved MSK when they came here I didn't know shit about them but like I saw like two matches of them when they showed up and I'm like yes I I like these guys so um 
I don't remember why his I think his partner got released or got fired from WWE because um I believe like sexual allegations or something like that. Naughty stuff, we'll just say that. Um but if that's what it was, I don't remember. I think I, I think it was um I think they called it uh, at the time because it's been a while already. Um, there was a time in the wrestling in the wrestling community as a whole, WWE, like across all brands, they called it the speaking out movement because that's when, um, like, and again across all the brands, people like women were cutting up, uh, coming out seemingly like out of the woodwork and accusing wrestlers of like inappropriate sexual conduct or and, and you know whatever you want to call it and I think his partner I literally can't remember what the hell his name was but his uh, that was it was his partner I think Matt Riddle I think I want to say like EC3 like there was a ton of people that got accused so but that was, God, that was probably 2019, like just before, <clears throat> or maybe like in the middle of COVID, something like that. Yeah. So. Um, but a lot, of, <clears throat> a lot of them turned out to be just completely false. Yeah. Yep. Um... Then I guess we can move to uh, whatever anybody else is talking about. Smacky down. Unless there's anything that you can think of prior to that. Um, well, let's see. I think that's about it for right now. Okay. Until, until SmackDown, pretty much. I think that, and I think that is too. Um, and if anybody else in the chat, by the way, has any insight on, like, say, Impact or whatever, let us know. Um, because we're only covering, <laughs> we're a wrestling podcast, but we're only, uh, we're covering only what we know. Um, so, this uh, Friday night on SmackDown, this, yep, no, that's fine, um, okay, this Friday night on SmackDown, first of all, the entire show, I think, was probably, probably one of, uh, like, despite behind-the-scenes stuff that we'll get into, I think from beginning to end, I thought SmackDown was actually, like, really good this past Friday. 
Like the matches were uh, the matches were actually pretty good. The segments, which we're about to get into, were pretty good. Um, but we I had. Say Smackdown, I would say SmackDown been it was one of the better ones we've seen in a long time. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Yep, because so opening up the show. Which nobody expected. We had two returns in the first segment. Pat McAfee. And the man behind me. The great one. The Rock is back in WWE. Well. I don't know if he's fully back. We don't know yet, but he's back in WWE, and he punked out. They he punked out Austin Theory, and in the process, Austin Theory lost his shoe. That the Rock threw to the crowd. Yep. And I'm told that they were Yeezys. I don't know what the hell that is, but. Yeah, it was. I easy. don't. I don't. I don't do. I don't do shoes, so I don't know. I don't either, and that's why I don't know what the hell they are. Um, for some reason, they could be expensive shoes. They could be just cheap. Sh- uh, well, I don't know if he would really. I don't know. Whatever. Um. So. I just want... uh, Okay. I told... I don't think I told you... Um... I don't think I told you, JMO, but... Maybe I did. Maybe I did. When The Rock came out, not only did nobody expect it, right? Well, maybe some people did, because if you... If you paid attention to that Friday... The Rock was on the Pat McAfee show earlier that day and they happened to be like within two hours of where they were going to be from SmackDown. So I guess if you would have if you would have put two and two together you probably could have figured it out but well, the Pat McAfee show was in Boulder, Colorado, and and they were in Smackdown was in Denver. Yeah, so and they even they even tweeted out before they got there that it was a huge possibility of them being there. Yeah. Really, any person on the on the street can fix fix the shoes with a dollar. Oh, okay. I I don't know. I yeah, I don't know either. We're not shoe people. We're freaks, but we're shoe uh we don't know shoes. Anyway. Um but I just wanna say I never knew Okay, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you you a question, JMO, because um, this is where your wrestling knowledge, I I hope, 
comes into <laughs> uh, hope comes into play. But yeah, is Denver is a Denver crowd in, in that list of like infamous hot crowds? You know what I'm talking about? It would depend on who's there. Okay. Yeah, uh, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, the crowd was definitely dead. <laughs> yeah, they were. Uh-huh. Now, now, if it would have been a raw and you had somebody like Bobby Lashley come out, oh, dude, it would have been super hot. True, yeah. You get somebody like Cody coming out, super hot. Yep. No, but, but uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm guessing you know what I'm talking about, though. Oh, the crowd was definitely dead. Yeah, it was. But on top of that, though, what I was saying, uh, what I was gonna say is the pop that Rock got. I would say I'm putting it out on record right now. That was the loudest pop of 2023. I would I, I would say I haven't heard a crowd that loud since before Mania when Ray so, oh, well, I don't want to say sucker punch, but punch, uh, punch Dom in the face. No, okay. I can't really say that because when Cena come back, that was huge. Yeah, it was, but that was at a pay-per-view. So it's a bigger crowd. Yeah, but the thing about it is whenever Cena comes out for regular TV pops for him have always been huge. Right. No matter where they're at. True, true. So I would I would say pops for Cena, pops for Cody are up there. Yeah. <clears throat> but what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is when uh, when when Rock's music hit, that crowd that crowd did not let up at all. Uh, okay, I could agree with that. So, and that's why I'm saying it was probably the loudest pop of 2023. That's I mean, that's, uh, that's my opinion. Um, I mean, I, I get it. It's The Rock. Like, when are you not excited to see The Rock? But... I think because if anybody like if I, I'm just saying like if anybody didn't put two and two together of the Pat McAfee sh uh, Pat McAfee show and then the location of, uh, of of Smackdown right if no like if you don't even watch ESPN right which technically I don't right I didn't even know one of the uh, I didn't even I legitimately didn't even know that the Pat McAfee show was in Boulder until Pat said it in his promo. 
because I don't watch the Pat McAfee show. I don't. I'm like I just don't watch. I don't watch ESPN. I love yeah. the guy. I, I love Pat. Don't get me wrong. I just don't watch the show. It's all good. Well, it, and you're also not a. You're a sports fan. You just don't get into it like everybody else would. Exactly. And that's, you know, it, I mean, some people, some people are not sports fans. And the other reason why I say SmackDown was probably, um, one of the biggest or one of the best that we've seen in a while is think about this, put this in per, and into per, uh, perspective for a second. You had the rock and John Cena on the same show probably since their rivalry at Wrestlemania 28 or between probably 28 and 29 the funny thing about it is this was the first time that they have talked since then since then yeah they haven't they haven't been face to face since then yeah so like that alone is I don't want to say unheard of but when was 29 like 26 seven years was it okay no late 10 years yeah because we just got through with 39 and we're about to hit 40. So. And speaking of that. Uh-oh. Um, and we were talking about the Pat McAfee show earlier. Yep. The Rock actually said on the show. Yes. That Rock and Roman was scheduled in for that mania but the reason they didn't push it on through is nobody knew 100% where to finish that story between them two. So they they, they didn't uh, continue on to bring him in for the match at 39. Yep, and he also, uh, on that note, too, he, in the beginning of 2022, so they had a year and a half to try to think about, or a year to think about it, and they couldn't find, they couldn't find a reason. Well, they had a, they had a reason, they just didn't have an ending for it. Right. And so, when, when The Rock does his thing, he's got... He's got a reason for everything. Oh, absolutely. Um. So let me ask. Uh, let me pose the question to you now. And uh, because on that note, he also said there's a big merger coming up, and Mania's in Philadelphia. So he, he. Some are saying that he pretty much confirmed that it's going to be Roman and Rock at this year's Mania without uh, without actually saying it. 
Because the biggest hint of when he said that was the eyebrow. Because he goes, yeah, and we were talking, and he goes, yeah, there's a big merger coming up. Mania's in Philadelphia this year. And then all of a sudden, he immediately raised the eyebrow and just said nothing else. So some are saying he more or less confirmed it that it's going to be Roman and, and Rock at, at WrestleMania 40. My question to you is, is it going to happen, and how do you get there? Between now and Mania. Jamo, you still there? Might have lost my host. Or my guest. Hold on. I'm still here. Okay. I was... I had something I had to take care of right quick. Oh, it's okay. Okay. Um, so, I don't know if you heard my question or not. Ask it one more time. I said, so he, so Rock on the Pat McAfee show, his biggest indicator was his eyebrow. Because he said there's a merger coming up. There's a, uh, there Mania's in Philadelphia. Yes. And as soon as he said that, he raised his eyebrow. Pretty, some are saying he, that alone pretty much confirmed without even fully saying it that it's going to be Roman and Rock at uh, Mania 40. So my question to okay. you uh, my question to you is is it happening? Do you think it's happening and if it is how do we get there from uh, between now and Mania? Okay, um the only possible way that we could do this between now and Mania. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, there ain't but one way to do it. Okay. Roman I'm, versus... Huh? I'm, uh, no, I'm listening. I'm listening. Roman versus Cody... At the Rumble, Rock interferes in the match on Cody's behalf. Cody wins the match. Roman challenges Rock and Mania. And have somebody from Raw win the Rumble. So you're saying Cody wins the title at the Rumble? Yes. Okay. And then it's Rock and with, Roman. Okay. With with Rock coming down to distract, pretty much, pretty much to distract Roman. Okay. Cody gets the win. Roman gets mad, upset. 
and says that with him being the tribal chief, the rock shouldn't be there messing up his matches or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. interfering and getting in his business. And the rock pretty much says that he is the real tribal chief, no matter what anybody says. Okay. Then they have the match at Mania. Interesting. I like it. And where, where in between there, I mean, that's a lot of time, but where do you think Solo and possibly Jimmy fall into this? Or are they out of the uh, the bloodline by then? I think I think they're just gonna do their own thing. They're not gonna worry about okay. that right now. Okay. Um. On that note, do you think the way things are going right now? Do you think Jimmy is back in the bloodline? Not no. necessarily should he be. No, no, no. Okay. I don't think he should be. I really don't. Because I think it would just contradict everything that they built up prior to this. Or prior to Jay, quote-unquote, deuces. So, I... I, so on the Jimmy Uso thing, here's what I think they should do. I think I think they should go they should in a way try to bring back and maybe they are. I don't know, it's very hard to tell and getting mixed feelings about it, but I think they should bring quote unquote bring back the whole nobody's bitch Jimmy Uso cause he had that shirt for like two weeks it may uh, okay maybe a month I don't know like and I think it even went on I'm not entirely sure I think it even went on WWE shop but whatever I think they should do that and more or less, Jimmy is kind of his own man. Not necessarily affiliated with the bloodline, but he could maybe, maybe have the bloodline sort of like in his back pocket if needed, but not like primarily relying on them. As far as I'm concerned, the bloodline is over and done. I think it is too. I think it is too, but I just don't not I don't understand where we go uh where we're even going with this anymore. Like Paul, okay, so Paul said it last uh, last week that he was talking to Solo if, and and he is running it down that you know if Jimmy uh, like Jimmy's trying to get back in the bloodline and if Roman uh, disappears or uh, disapproves of it, Paul was basically saying solo that you got to fight this battle 
you gotta fight this battle and he was like naming off like four or five of them and then Solo was like yeah I know what I have to do and I'm gonna finish this tonight and then that's um then we got the ending segment or whatever um I don't know I think I, I I'm really confused right now where this whole bloodline story is and even going and I think a major factor of that is because and is the and is the fact that we're not gonna see Roman reigns supposedly we're not gonna see Roman reigns on our TV until November. His next scheduled appearance is November 4th at Crown Jewel defending his title in Saudi Arabia. And see, what that's going to do is that's going to set up the story with uh, I'll be right back. I think it's going to set up the story of I personally believe that Roman's next contender is AJ Styles. The way that the, the way that it's being set up already is you know this whole AJ Styles be kind of being like the sacrifice from a judgment day. <clears throat> And offering it and offering him up and more or less. Um, I was just kind of filling in while you were gone. Um, oh, you're good. But um, no. What? But if he's got if he's got a match uh, the beginning of November, what that's going to do is that's somehow going to set up. Um, the match between him and Cody at the Rumble. Okay. Cody's gonna get Cody's gonna get involved somehow, some way, and pretty much say, "Look, we've got you know, I've got to finish this. This has got to be done." And you know, we got you know, we got to get this done. I need my title, or I need, I need to finish this story, and I want my title shot, you know, at the Rumble, or ever how they're going to do it, you know, yeah. and then build up to the Rumble, and, you know, that'll set up for Cody to win, Rock will come out, interfere in some way. I wouldn't say interfere, but distract Roman. Mm -hmm. And that'll set up for Rock and Roman at Mania. See, I think, and I think, I don't, and I, I mean, I like that theory. I do. But I don't know how it gets set up that way. I, I really think Roman's next challenger is AJ Styles. In some. And if it is, 
Yeah, and if it is, then Cody will come out. But then and that's gonna uh, that uh, then that's gonna set up. Well, and not necessarily a bad thing, I guess. But then that's gonna set up. What? But here's the thing: Solo could Solo could be out there with Roman. Solo oh. starts to get in, to interfere. Cody comes out. And kind of okay. Okay, no, that, and, I, I didn't think about that. Solo takes care of Solo somewhat, which messes up AJ. Roman wins, and then the uh, the next SmackDown get a tag team match. Probably a tag team match or something. Mm-hmm. And then Cody pretty much speaks up, talking about, look, you know, my story's got to end. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine, though, can you imagine AJ Styles versus Cody Rhodes rivalry storyline? Uh, story I think it, <laughs> I think those two could put on a super match. Oh, yeah. It would be it would be one of the it would be one of Cody's best for sure. I think so too. Um, but and and again, hopefully, I lo- I I love your theory because I didn't even think about Solo being ringside. Um, because initially I was thinking, you know, Roman and AJ, so no Solo, and then somehow Cody comes out and then that would uh, that would start tension between Cody and AJ and then Roman is just like yeah you guys handle your shit and then but the thing about it is the, the, the thing about it is as over as Cody and AJ are I I just I just can't see them putting them against each other I don't either, and the thing is, I wish, personally, I wish AJ was more over than he is. That's... He's still over. Don't get me wrong, he's still over. That's more on the... That's more on backstage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, side question, do you think the OC is splitting up. Uh, prop. I don't see any reason why they would right now. Well, they had a backstage segment a couple weeks ago of AJ basically put him in their place because when Jimmy attacked AJ backstage when it was AJ and Jimmy main event on SmackDown. Yeah. I don't know if you recall that that backstage segment. Yeah, I do. Okay. So that's why I asked. Yeah, but but that also shows that AJ is the leader of the OC. Mm-hmm. And pretty much telling them exactly, you know, how it is. 
I personally, like, I don't want them to, uh, to be split up. Um, I think they should be... I know you're not the biggest... Uh, you have stated um, on a previous stream, I believe. Maybe it was the last episode. I don't, I don't remember. Um, that you're, I know you're not a big fan of factions. But I think this is one faction... You can, you can overdo them. Oh, I know. I, I I completely agree with that. I think, but I think the OC is one faction. I think that they should at least try to push a little bit harder. Like, I think they should be taken seriously because they're other than LWO. Oh, and the, and so like the factions in and in WWE, we got the OC, we got the Judgment Day. The LWO, and that's actually now, it. I would like to see a match between the OC and what they're calling the uh, the new um, Hurt Business. Oh right, yeah, Lashley and Street Profits. Dope, a, a, a six-man tag match with the, with those two teams. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that would be killer. I think it would. I don't know what the hell. Like we still don't even know what they're called. Like we never got a conf uh, confirmation on their name. Everybody's no, just immediately thinking that it's in uh, Hurt Business 2.0. Pretty much. But ever since, ever since that's you know they've been coming out like that. We, we haven't, haven't seen Bobby, Bobby Lashley wrestle at all. No, we haven't. So there's there's something there's something going on there. No, I yeah, yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just, like, I want, I, I want the OC, I want Mia Yin, or Mi Chin, whatever you want to call her. I want her to be, OC or not, I think she needs to be pushed. She needs to be taken more seriously. And maybe she, I don't know, maybe she's purposely trying to be, like, more cautious or something. Who knows? We don't know what, uh, you know, if anything's going on with her or whatever, but, like, she, I don't know. Um. So, one really quick thing on... The SmackDown thing, then we can talk about other uh, some other stuff. Somebody told me um, over the weekend that the whole Rock, Pat McAfee, Austin Theory segment in the beginning of SmackDown. Somebody think uh, this person thinks that they possibly drop the ball on that segment because, I would agree with that. 
because his theory was, or this person's theory was what they should have done is have Rock come out trash talk or whatever do the uh, do the segment with theory but then have Grayson Waller come out and quote unquote save Austin because Grayson's been talking shit to Rock on Twitter and then from there so this person uh, thinks that have Grayson kind of come out and then may or may not I mean then you can maybe have Pat and Rock sort of I guess beat up both Grayson and Theory possibly I don't know but yeah I mean yeah. I like that I, I like that thought but in a way I think that would have been too easy well I guess especially with the, uh, with the Grayson Waller effect and, and Cena I don't know but see, but, but see Grayson Waller is trying to get all the time he can mm -hmm. on TV mm -hmm. if you're gonna get if you're gonna get a match with somebody like The Rock you can't get no, no bigger exposure right yeah so that would have been perfect for them to. But I'm wondering, uh, would that, depending on the outcome or whatever, do you think that would have affected the Grayson Waller effect main event segment with no, Cena? No, no, not at all. Okay. Now, from what I and from what I have been reading you know, a little bit today, that whole segment with, you know, with The Rock and, and Theory, <laughs> people in the back were not expecting <laughs> the you're an a-hole chant <laughs> from the crowd that The Rock started. Uh-huh. So as soon as he called Austin Theory an a-hole and when he said that he was going to have the crowd start chanting it. Yeah, they had to get the, re uh, the mute button uh, they, ready. Huh? They had to get the mute button ready. Oh, they did. And people in the production truck were scrambling to try to, to try to catch that before it started <laughs> which That's is probably why, why he did it twice that could possibly oh, be why he did it twice did it a lot more than just twice oh i know but he said a hole and then he said i'm gonna have the crowd go you are and then yeah. pointed to the other side and when he said that that's when they they hit the, the mute button. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, people in the production truck and people backstage were not happy with that at all. I mean, it's... It's The Rock. I mean, it's 
you should expect it. Right. He is an attitude era guy. Well, that and that tell that alone tells me that the people in the production truck are new. Or new uh, or new world. They're not no, they're not new. The problem is nobody <laughs> The Rock's promo was not scripted. He went out there and done his own thing. As so he should. Nobody was, nobody was expecting that from him. As he should. Uh, oh, he's earned that right. Yeah, uh, same with Cena. Cena's, uh, Cena's shouldn't be uh, scripted either. Yeah, now, <laughs> now I'm going to say this only because I've heard his show. Uh-oh. Pat McAfee needs to be scripted because you never know what's going to come out of his mouth. <laughs> well, sources are also telling me that uh, he's also high when he's doing the show. Supposedly. So. Yeah, we have to say supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so I think no. that's, uh, I think that's all for the, well, Raw and SmackDown anyway. Yeah. We got some other news we gotta cover. Okay, for what? Just wrestling. Other okay. wrestling and other wrestling news. Okay. Well, before you do that, um, <laughs> we are getting somebody coming to the performance center in the next couple of weeks Ooh. to start training. Okay. Okay. And. and It hasn't been confirmed whether they're going to NXT or if they're coming to the main roster yet. But they will be coming to the Performance Center in the next couple of weeks. Um, I know of one, but I'm not sure if it's the same person. So go ahead. Is it a male or female? Female. Same one. All right. Jade Cargill. From right. AEW. Yep, yep. It is confirmed. Next couple of weeks, she is coming to the Performance Center. Hmm. Where would you put her? Where do you think? Uh, where do you think she should go? Main roster or NXT? I would. <laughs> Honestly, NXT. Can you imagine? I, I just thought of something. Literally just now. Can you imagine if that's why they pulled the trigger on Nia? If that is, I don't want to see it. 
I did, okay. I'm not, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Again, I'm probably gonna catch some heat for this. Jade Cargill is not as good as AEW made her out to be. I would agree. I mean, I don't I, again, I don't watch I, I didn't watch AEW or I don't watch AEW, but I know I know who she is and I know how they booked her cuz they wasn't she undefeated for like a long time, like 70 matches or some shit. Something, something probably not like even that it much, was, but whatever. Yeah. It was about that many, but the problem is she would go in there, have a match, and most matches lasted less than five minutes. Yeah. I somebody had told me like another another AEW source they were trying to basically book her as AEW's Goldberg. Pretty much. I didn't want to say that, but yeah, pretty much. Okay. And and if a match lasted longer than five minutes, she looked lost. Now here's a uh, here's a question, here's a question for you. Regardless, NXT or main roster, what's her character, or uh, like what's her character name? Is she still gonna be Jade Cargill? Right now, I haven't heard of a name. Okay. But it's not gonna matter because everybody's gonna know who she is anyway. Right. Right. Yeah, nothing gets by the wrestling community. I mean, as as big a star as they made her to be in AEW, everybody's gonna know who she is. Yeah. And I mean, if uh, that's just with anybody too, like anybody yeah. from AEW, at this point, if they were to jump ship, quote unquote, jump ship over to WWE, everybody's gonna know. For the most part, everybody's going to know who the hell they are. Yep. So. Now, um, there, there is, there, there's another person that's supposed to be coming to the Performance Center. I know this one, too. Is it Brian Gilman Jr.? Huh? Is it Brian Pillman Jr.? Yep. It is. I, I, I thought I had heard he's already kind of there. I think he's... I, I had heard he's already at the Performance Center. What he, he signed, but it hasn't been proven that he's, that he's training yet. Got you. Okay. All right. I mean, he, I mean, he could be. I don't know. I don't remember. I, I don't remember how long ago I heard it, but probably been a couple weeks. But yeah, I had heard. And I had heard that he was already, he was already training or something like that. Um. I don't. And, and again, I don't know anything. I don't know enough about these AEW stars because again, I don't follow AEW, so. Yeah. I mean, I, 
I follow them, but don't watch them, I guess, is mm-hmm. maybe the best way to, I don't know. So, I don't really know if they're all that good or whatever, but... <laughs> Brian Pillman Jr., I would say, <laughs> I would say Brian Pillman Jr. is actually better than his daddy was. Okay, okay. And I and I know that I know that sounds weird, but yeah, I I would I would say that he's better than a daddy. Okay. Um. Any other tidbits that you got for us? I mean, I have one, but I just want to, you know, make sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, I don't really want to... I don't want to get into this too much, because I have an idea of how to end the show today. So, I just want to touch on this, but... Because we are the wrestling freaks, because we got to, you know, we want to report anything that we hear on wrestling news. This past Friday, um, outside of WWE, outside of AEW, well, I don't know if I would say outside WWE, well, kind of outside WWE now that the merger is there is official CM Punk was a commentator for I believe it's called CFFC which is I'm told is basically the almost like the NXT or the developmental for UFC so CFFC one was it one twenty five or two fifteen or something like that. He was a commentator, and the commentator asked Philly Philip, whatever you even want to call him. Yeah. Hey man. So you got a lot of uh, you know being with your recent termination. Uh, you have a lot of free time and punk answered on commentary he said yeah for the next two months now let me put this in perspective for everybody for everybody that's watching and will watch future and I'm gonna ask you Jamal what's in two months Survivor Series. Do you happen to know where Survivor Series this year is going to emanate from? Chicago. So, speculation Some people are saying, yeah, the two months could be his non-compete clause from a uh, from his termination. And other people are saying, in two months, this is his possible in 
for WWE. He needs to stay away. I agree. Uh, see, here's the thing. I and, and I agree with it. But if this is his in, especially with now the merger is official of WWE and UFC, I feel like I feel like he's going to quote unquote weasel his way in. And I think the uh, the fact that it's the UFC he better not try to go into the UFC side because if he does, somebody's just gonna punch him in the mouth, and then he'll you know he'll be gone for another six months. But he, uh, no, yeah, and he's just gonna get his shit rocked, <laughs> like probably literally. But just saying. But here's uh, here's my question. With WWE and UFC now being merged under TKO Holdings, and if he, if this is his way back in, what what if, what if he wants back in, but he only wants to be a commentator? Maybe he wants to be a commentator on the UFC side. Not WWE. Maybe he doesn't want anything to do with WWE. Well, he probably does, but, you know, the roster probably doesn't. You know what I mean? So, like, what if... What if he wants... What if he wants to be a commentator on the UFC side? It wouldn't happen because of the guys that they already have on commentary. One of the guys that they have on commentary doesn't even want to be associated with CM Punk. Is that Dana? I don't know who UFC's commentators are. Is that Joe Dana? Rogan. Oh, okay, okay. I know that name. That he he was at one time the host for Fear Factor. Got it. Yep. I never, I, like, is, I didn't watch Fear Factor, but is, I, yeah, I know the name. He, he is, Joe Rogan, he has his own podcast. Yep. And he's legit martial artist. Okay. Maybe we so, should get him on the show, just for the hell of it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, right. No, no, no. Seriously, I, I get, I get what you're saying, but I just, I don't think we're that lucky. Well, we're not gonna know until we try, right? Yeah, I know. But um, anyway, but yeah, um, the last, um, the last report that I have read about it. Yeah, Joe Rogan don't really want to have anything to do with it. Okay. And my sources are telling me that uh, on the WWE side, um, Punk is now good with Triple H. 
That's right what now. I've heard. So, um, I don't know but what, the, what even, the hell this but is going to be. But the thing about it is, even if even if he's good with Triple H, mm-hmm. with Vince McMahon being over the, over the board directors for TKO, it doesn't matter what Triple H has to say. True. True. I don't know. I, I, once again, time will only tell where this is going to lead. If it even leads to anything. Um, yeah. Can you imagine somehow? Can you imagine if... <laughs> you imagine if somehow... Phil Brooks gets in and he's a backstage producer. Oh, Lord. Hmm. Oh, I don't yeah. even want to think about it. I don't either. I really don't. I really don't. Because that's just. All that. All, all that's going to do is cause the exact same problems that they were having on collision in AEW. Yep. Yep. No, I agree. I, I completely agree. Alright. So, like I said, I didn't really want to get into it that much because um, I know how much it kind of triggers all of us. And Oh, it's all good. It's all good. So... What do you say we end the show, not right now, but on a, and on kind of a fun note? You want to have another draft? We did this a couple, ep- uh, like a few episodes ago when we did. We draft. You and I drafted. Um, the hell did we draft but we drafted 10 each I think we just drafted a roster of males I'm just curious if you wanted to have another draft on this episode obviously a different category uh, different category but okay what you got what do you say we do Okay, what do you say we do? Attitude Era time frame. Okay, doesn't necessarily have to be WWE, right? But that time frame, females. Cross the entire, and, and cross the entire board. Well, at the time, it wouldn't necessarily be AEW, so it would be like WWE. Uh, actually, would it only be WWF, probably? Well, it'd be WWF and WCW. Okay. Or do you want to just do all-time females? I'm thinking, I'm thinking females, but. I'll leave it up to you. Do you want to do Attitude That's Era? Or do you want to do a certain certain era? We could do, we could do either one of them. 
Alright, let's do, uh, I think, um, I feel like it might be a little bit easier, so let's just do, um, all time. Oh, Lord. Okay. Because I, uh, like, off the top of my head, I can't, uh, like, I, initially I was thinking Attitude Era, but then I, and then I was kind of second-guessing it a little bit, because I don't know if I know the entire female spectrum, I guess. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so, so you're so you're saying that technically I would have an advantage. Yeah, you would, because okay. I would only have maybe like three tops. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. So yeah, let's right. uh, let's do okay. uh, let's do a female draft. How many? Five. How many do you want to do? Uh, we can do we can do top five. All right. And I'll let you go first. Oh fuck! No, because you go, you do your top five, and then I'll come in with my top five. And when probably when I do mine, you'll be oh my god. Well, do you want to do? So, uh, uh, do you want to do? Because uh, last time we did it every other. So like you picked one, I picked one, you picked okay. one. Okay, well you go first. Yep, you go first. All time women. Okay. And we can't be biased. Nope, go ahead. My first pick is going to be Mickey James. Check out the camera. <laughs> Did I steal one? <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, Mickey James. No, Mickey James is just hot. Um. Uh huh. Okay. Hmm. And again, you we can't any... be. Uh, we can't be biased. We're going on performance, like all around. Like we yeah. can't. Be, uh, we can't do like personal pick because she's hot. Well, you can do yeah, because yeah, she's hot. Okay. But, you know. yeah, I got you. I got you. Okay. Well, I mean, okay, if you're going Mickey, I might as well just go Trish. Fair, fair. Um. Mm, I am going to go... Well, you're probably going to hate me on this one. You're going to really hate me on this one, but my number two is China. Okay. Again, performance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can uh, we can maybe do uh, we can maybe do like a couple looks, picks or something too if we needed to. But no, 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 no. no you're you're just fine. Um, my number two will probably be Alundra Blaze. Ooh, okay, okay, good pick. Slash Medusa. Yep, yep. Um, and again, okay, so we're doing all time. 
so that yep. uh, we don't have to stick uh, technically stick to WWF or WWE even WWF slash E AEW WCW uh, now Impact yeah oh man I wish I knew more of the I wish I knew more of the Impact women number three thank god we're only doing five because this just became hard um okay this is gonna be a little weird i'm going performance but i'm also going a little bit behind like behind the scenes too I think I'm gonna go like she okay so she she might have not been the best in ring performer but she was uh, she was still decent you know and again behind the scenes I'm gonna go Molly Holly that's fire Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go show up old school. Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> 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 and I know this is probably going to be, oh, well, that's just controversial. She was not that great. She was terrible backstage, you know, blah, 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 whatever. But, I mean, holy crap, she was longest reigning women's champion ever. Oh, okay. Fabulous Moolah. Fabulous Moolah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to take her counterpart. You going with May? May Young. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go old school again. Bull Nakano. Who? Bull Nakano. Huh. Okay. She got a lot of Japanese wrestling, and she was in WWE for a while. Oh shit! What the hell? Ah. Uh, What the hell is her name? And if the, if that was her, I'm horrible. Damn it! Where the hell is Paul when you need him? Oh, um, go ahead. No, I'm thinking of a Japanese wrestler, and I can't remember who the hell her name was. How she, how long ago? Oh, I don't know. But she was in. She was in the May Young Classic when they had it. The f was it the first one? I know they had two. She wasn't in that one though. No. Oh, she's like she's she an absolute Japanese legend. 
But it, it, it might have been who you just picked. No, it wasn't. The one I'm talking about was from, like, late 80s okay. time frame. Okay. No, the one I'm talking about, like, she was an absolute legend, and then she actually almost won the thing. Or maybe she did. I don't remember who the hell won the Mayon Classics now. Um, I want to say she was in the second one. Um, like, she was so renowned. Like, everybody in the tournament was excited to face her. Because she brought that much of a presence and she was... She was, like, the... She was... I think she was considered, like, a ringleader... Uh, like, a... Not, like... Uh, not a ringleader, but, like, a lo uh, locker room leader. Um... Damn it. And you know me, I'm horrible on Japanese names uh, to begin with. Yeah. But... Damn it. Alright, hang on when I tell you... Yeah, if you can find her, that's my um, my fifth pick. Well, I mean, Kyrie Sane won it. No, it wasn't Kyrie. I'm just saying she she won it. Mm -hmm. um, I do a little backup, so. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to AJ. I wish I knew the Japanese name though like I said where the hell is Paul when you need him I'm trying to see trying to see who else it could be Oh, there we go. Okay, so there's Eo, Kyrie. Tony Storm. I don't know. I really don't know. And again, I don't remember which one she was in. I don't know if she was in the first one or not. But I know she was in one of them. I don't know. We'll figure. Uh, we can figure it out uh, after stream too, I guess. But, yeah. Yeah. But who's your number five? Um. Were you talking about Zia Lee? Nope. Nope. Only other she was Chinese. Be, huh? She's Chinese. Okay. What about Miko Satamura? There it is. That's her. That's her. Okay. That's my number okay. five. Okay. Yeah. 
I found her. So I called it one. Um. So okay, so I've got Trish. Alundra Blaze. Okay, Trish, Alundra Blaze. Um. Um. Fabulous, Fabulous Moolah. Yep. And. Bullinacano. Yep. Probably. And. You know. <laughs> I'm going to go with somebody from TNA or Impact or whatever you want to call it now. Okay. I'm going to go with Awesome Kong. Ooh, okay, okay. That's an interesting pick, okay. All right. And then I had Mickey, China, May... Uh, Nico and yeah, Maui. Okay. So okay. we will let uh, the future viewers, I guess, decide. And I can now. Now the funny thing about it is, I can think of more. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just gonna throw them out there. Uh, Gail Kim. Yep. Yeah, Gail, dude, Gail Kim. I can't believe um, neither one of us uh, picked her. I'm surprised that you didn't pick this next one I'm fixing to say. Lita. Yeah. Didn't think of her uh, either. Sable. Yeah. Eh. Um. Oh, let's see. Who else was there? Um, you know I, uh, you know who I wanted to pick, but uh, that would be too biased. Who? Tori. And that's fine. But that would be too biased. And she wasn't necessarily... She wasn't necessarily the greatest, perf uh, uh, like a great performer. She was just hot. No, that's true. So. That's true. But, I mean, but you got ones like Lita and Gail Kim yep. and Sable that just, dude, they were huge. Yep. Jacqueline. Yep. Jazz possibly could be thrown in there. Victoria. Victoria. Or Tara. Dude, yeah, dude, there are so many of them. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Alright, one, uh, okay, one final question. In their prime, I'm going to put you in, um, put you in this, on the spot. In their prime, if you could go back and rewatch and almost binge watch their prime, which promotion would you go back and watch? Uh, 
across the board, storylines, matches, roster, the whole nine yards, who would you go back and binge watch if you could? I probably already asked this question before, but... In their prime? In their prime. I'm really fixing to shock you when I say this answer. And I honestly believe their prime was a few years into the promotion. Okay. TNA. Damn it! Damn it! That was my answer, too. <laughs> that was that was seriously my answer. I've been wanting to watch, to go back and watch TNA for the longest time, and I still well, do. Well, the thing about it is, you can do it, but you gotta pay for it. I know, and I don't want to pay for it, and I don't. But, but yeah. I don't want. Uh, like I want to be able to experience it in good yes, quality too, and I don't want to just go back and like YouTube and shit. Yeah, in the first couple of years, I honestly believe it was their prime. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. I would go. I would go early TNA. Yep. You know it would be a very, very close second for me. I'm going to probably shock you on this one. Probably NXT. Nope. Well, okay, NXT and uh, NXT is probably is extremely close third. You know, it's second for me. What, WCW? Nope. Okay, what? Lucha Underground. Okay, okay. TNA is top. Like, I want to go back, I, and I'm legit serious, I want to go back and binge watch old, uh, like, old TNA, or prime TNA, and then I want to go back and watch Lucha Underground. I, I would say for TNA, prime TNA was mm -hmm. the first five years, maybe. Yep, yep. And, like, because when did they start? 08? No. Or was that a couple years into it already? That was, a, that was a, I think they started in, like, 04, I think. Not a, maybe. I think. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, again, it's been that long since I want to, uh, that I want to, I want to go back me, and watch it. So bad. Let me go check, let me, let me check it out. All right. I don't know why, and like, and the funny thing is, I immediately, I, I immediately go to 08, because that was the year I graduated high school, and a lot of good shit was happening that year. 04. 04? Okay. Okay. No, wait, 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 wait. Uh, okay, in 02, it was NWA TNA, but then it became TNA in 04. Okay. And then you're so, saying yeah. like their prime was like probably oh six to oh eight ish. No, 
No, no, their prime was 02 to probably 04 to probably 2010. Okay. Yeah, yeah, from 02 to probably 2010, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I want to go back and watch like 08 and like 04 to 0. Probably 04 to 2010 TNA. What's going on, Leon? going on Leon how you doing just caught us on the end of the episode man but hey at least you're here um anything else that you want to add JMO oh no actually there is a little bit a little bit okay. we me uh, we mentioned this and we'll uh, we'll kind of make this quick because we've been you know on two hours now um yep we mentioned this before we went live that we were going to uh, maybe bring this up to see how people reacted to this, but this past Friday Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, go it, ahead. It, yep. This past Friday WWE did their annual cuts um, because let's be honest, they do, uh, they do cuts uh, and they uh, we say cuts, but like they let people go um, whether it's internally or superstars or sometimes combo. Um, they do it, this, uh, do it every year, actually. Um, and I don't know if it's a little earlier for this time of year, because I know it's usually Christmas, usually the holiday season, so maybe it's a little tiny bit early. Anyway, one of the names that got released internally is Dana Warrior. Yep. Um, she, she... So for anybody that doesn't know, um, she is the widow of the Ultimate Warrior. Which, by the way, uh, Jamon, can you believe... I'm almost positive on this. Can you believe that it was 2016... Since he passed, I'm pretty sure he got inducted. He got inducted in either 2016 or 2017. Good gracious! Yeah, it don't seem like it's been that long since he passed. It and it really doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, but anyway, uh, Dana Warrior got let go, and she was the ambas. She was a ambassador for WWE um, and I guess I didn't know this but you informed me that apparently she slowly uh, was kind of transitioning or learned at least in produce in production or something no she was no she was act she actually transitioned into a creative role or a creative role okay okay yeah. Um, so, really, really quick, um, I want to get your, uh, like, I mean, again, we're about to end, but what do you guys think, and what does the chat mean, uh, think of anybody's here, how does this affect, or does it at all, 
affect the Warrior Award at the WWE Hall of Fame? Well, as you said, we talked about this beforehand. Um, I would... Personally... The last year or so... I believe the last recipient, and I uh, somebody can can, uh, can confirm this, but I'm almost positive the last recipient of the Warrior Award was Titus O'Neil. I think. And I think that was last year's Hall of Fame. It might, and I, for some reason, I wouldn't be surprised no, if it was. No, 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 Last year was Tim White. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yup, yup. That's so right. Titus. Was Titus two, Titus two or three years ago already? It had to have been. Because I think it was three years ago, because I think um, in... 2021 I don't think we even had a Hall of Fame induction because of COVID or something like that there was a year uh, there was a year where the Hall of Fame was completely skipped we still had mania but I think we uh, we had completely skipped the Hall of Fame because of COVID that might have even been 2020 I don't know Because I think that was the year that Batista was supposed to headline it, and then he turned it down, or something like that. And then they completely anyway, whatever. Um, but yeah, do you think? Do you think the release of Dana Warrior is a is going to affect the Warrior Award going forward? Uh, WWE fanboy, how you doing, man? Yeah, I believe I believe it probably will. I think it will too, but I'm wonder. Uh, my my wondering is, are we even gonna have it? Okay. I mean, granted, she uh, she doesn't necessarily have to be working for the company to still have it because they can still do it. Okay. Um. Just just a heads up. Mm -hmm. Shad got it in twenty twenty two. So 2023 oh, okay. was Titus. Huh. And and last year was Tim White. Okay. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No. Shad got it in 20... Okay. Tim White got it in 23. Shad got it in 22... 
Rich Herring. I can't remember who he was. Got it in 21. Titus got it in 20. Okay. I don't remember who Rich Harry was right now. Well, it doesn't matter. But anyway, anyway, um, but the thing about it is, personally, I believe that if they are going to give this award out, it needs to be given out to somebody that actually shows what it was meant for. Yes. Yep. And like I mentioned to you... Because it was meant to... Oh, hold on. And before you finish that, because uh, let's just reiterate for anybody that doesn't know. I think it was meant for not only heroic, but somebody who is maybe I guess fighting for their life or putting others before before themselves I think I think that would I think that was the initial intention like correct me if I'm wrong kind of sorta so okay um rich okay rich herring mm-hmm he was a senior VP of government relations and risk management for more than 50 years with the WWE. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah. But anyway, um, my thing is, it. you've got, okay, the first few that they give it to was spot on. Yes. Yep. Okay. But then you've got the last few the last few years other than Shad. Yep. Shad would again, Shad was perfect. You know, he he drowned trying to save his own youngin's life. Yep. You know. But, you know, you had some in there between that just didn't really matter and woohoo, yay, whatever. Um, if you're going to continue to give the award, give it to someone that legit deserves it. Yeah. And not just because you can't find somebody that year to do it. I agree. No, I I completely agree. And the one name that comes to mind, and I mentioned to you earlier, that I honestly believe deserves it because of everything that he's been through, everything he's had to push through, push toward, and overcome everything is DeMar Hamlin. Yep. That legit died on a football field, comes back, and within a year he's already playing again. And I think, wasn't he pronounced dead for like, wasn't it like, it wasn't just a couple minutes. I think it was just, wasn't he dead for like 20? It was like eight minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought it was a little bit longer. Yeah, on the football field. They worked on him on the football field. Right. 
and then they, they were able to get him back and then they took him to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is, he deserves it over any and everybody that I can think of right now. Yeah, and I, and I honestly, I second that not only because um, of who it is and stuff like that, but I also can't think of anybody anyway. Well, I mean, he's the one that 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 it fits perfect for them to give it to. Yeah. No, I and I agree. Um, I wonder what uh, like I've always wondered this too, ever since they kind of not ne- not necessarily like ever since they started it, but like. Like you said, the first few deserved it, right? Connor, um, can't remember the ki- uh, the guy's name that played football. Um, Eric. Eric. So Connor and Eric deserved it, and then there was a, uh, the uh, the other boy. Um, I just looked it up just a few minutes ago. His name his nickname was JJ. JJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. So JJ. You know, uh, the select few, but, like, I've always wondered what what is the criteria that determines a recipient eligible? I, 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 I say no eligible because, like, I don't know if they're, I don't know if these, uh, if these recipients are, like, nominated and then they're just like putting in a poll or something, or if they're just like, "Oh, hey, we're we're gonna pick you," you know what I mean? But I wonder, uh, like, I, mean, I wonder I, what the I criteria really is. You, I really couldn't tell you what the criteria is for any of them. No, I don't know, and I don't know either. So I'm I'm genuinely curious. I think I don't even know what they consider criteria to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, no there's kidding. some people in the Hall of Fame that don't need to be there right now. Yep. No, I agree. So, and I, uh, what I think what they should do for the Hall of Fame in general is I think what they should do, unless, uh, like, maybe have WWE pick, pick the headliner, right? to get people stoked for it and then for like the rest of the recipients maybe and ju- this is just a thought but like have w- uh, WWE can pick the headliner whatever and then for the rest of re- uh, rest of the recipients open it up to us and maybe give us like a poll or something and literally nominate people in to the Hall of Fame that year like, give us a list of names, right? That they're, uh, uh, obviously, maybe they, uh, like, give us a list of names that they were thinking of inducting this year or whatever, and let us vote it. To get us excited for the uh, for the Hall of Fame. Not that, uh, not, like, because some people, I, I feel like some, whether you're a content creator, whether you're a fan, whatever, I feel like people are just watch uh, the people that do watch the Hall of Fame are they're watching it because it's WrestleMania weekend and like 
maybe they don't really have anything else to do. Not necessarily they're not they're not doing it out of like pity or anything like that. Like they're still the wrestling fan, but they're like, oh yeah, I just want to, you know, to kind of get in the mood for for WrestleMania or whatever. You know what I mean? So I feel like if they open it up to the us the WWE universe, I feel like that would get more people possibly involved and more people intrigued to want to watch it and yeah, watch what they have fair. to say. Yeah, that's fair. And, and, I mean, and the list, you know, you could give us a list of, like, I don't know, 20, 25 people, you know? Okay, Just, that would be too many. Well, I, I know it would be, but it's WWE. They uh, they always overdo it. I know, but you could, but that would be way too many. Okay, what do you, uh, what do you think? 10? 10, max. But you think about it. If you do, if you do, ten max in the top five go in. I was gonna say because each class is about, like what six people. Ten max in the top five go in. Okay. All right. With the headliner. Yep, with the headliner. So, again, we said it here first. WWE, hopefully you're listening. We just gave you an idea for the Hall of Fame and in 2024. You're welcome. Hashtag give JMO credit and give JMO money. No, <laughs> hashtag get JMO paid. That one. There it is. Get JMO paid. Hashtag wrestling freaks ideas. And hashtag you're welcome. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Um, but uh, with that being said, um, JMO, I'm gonna let you do your thing. Um, and we're gonna find somebody to raid. Okay. So. Well, I say it every week. Um, for the 